thank you for joining us on Socialist Tuesday, where you'll hear from the Socialist team. Socialist, a sewing blog for everyone. So Organised Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. A big sponsor shout out goes to our two podcast friends and sponsors. The Australian Sewing Guild, who has been our Monday Daily Series regular, is now a sponsor of Sew Organised Style Podcast. Go to ozsew.org to check out the online workshops, sew-alongs, skills library and more. Our second sponsor is Tatiana's School of Couture as she launches it online. Go to her website to see her new online sewing classes and patterns. Let's welcome back the socialist fit guru Gabby Brown of the Dear Gabby series. You'll know Gabby as the socialist technical fashion designer and fit specialist. Gabby, thanks for coming back onto Socialist Tuesday on So Organised Style podcast. Thanks for having me, Maria. It's always great to see you. It's been wonderful that you've been able to come on and you've written so many really good blog posts about fit and getting patterns to work for you. And we've been really lucky that you've done this also on the podcast. Today's podcast topic is all about fitting patterns for yourself by yourself. Yes, fitting for yourself is hard to do. Yes. And so I think the biggest challenge is knowing what to look for in the first place and then how to keep track of that information. Fitting for yourself has become more of an issue because a lot of us are working from home or living in social isolation because of COVID at the moment. Yes, absolutely. So if you have a fitting friend who used to come over, maybe they can't anymore or you have to stay six feet away and they can't see a drag line. That's right. One of the things that I like to think about when I'm fitting on myself is I have a mental fit checklist that I go down. And this kind of started working in ready-to-wear because a fit model is incredibly expensive. They charge by the hour, by the half hour if you're lucky, but mostly by the hour. So you never want to run over five minutes because you'll get charged again. You have to know what you're looking for, have your checklist, run through things as fast as you can, make sure you're writing everything down accurately so you can take it back and make those corrections. I found this immeasurably helpful fitting now for myself because I can just run down that checklist and make sure I'm hitting all those points, even though, goodness, if I made half of what they made, I would be, would be set for life. (laughs) (laughs) Where I start when I'm fitting for myself is I start obviously putting the garment on and noticing if anything weird happens when I'm putting it on. Is a cuff too small? Is it hard for me if I'm fitting a really slim fitting denim or something? Can I get my foot through the ankle? Does the zipper go all the way up? Because sometimes when you're fitting, there can be a construction issue that's attributing to the fit problem. Yeah. And it, maybe it's just the zipper isn't put in correctly. And you'll notice that as you put things on. So noticing as I'm getting dressed, any weirdnesses. Then when I'm looking at myself in the mirror, I go from the top down, front to back. I always want to start at the collar area. I particularly like things that are face framing. This, again, depends on a personal aesthetic. Some people like really high collars, and that's totally fine if that's what the design is going for. 
I prefer when you're fitting something, say with a V-neck, that it is far enough away from your actual neckline to give you like a picture frame for your face. And then kind of moving down into the shoulder area. So I've got some posts coming up about shoulder stuff. And there is a lot, there's a lot of stuff that comes from your shoulder. <laughs> the shoulder is essentially your body's hanger, right? So your garment is hanging from your shoulder. And of course, it will always hang from your bust or your hip line. Whatever your widest points are, that's where your garment will come from. But the shoulder is the very top. And because you have the bifurcation point of your armhole, that is really where a lot of issues can stem from. So I always check here for any kind of shoulder issues. Check the necklines. Then move into the bust area. Is it pulling? Is, does it need a full bust adjustment? What am I noticing that is wrong or weird or wonky or that I want to change? And then I just move down the garment. Say I'm just working on a top, then I turn around. I usually bring out my trusty smartphone and try to take a selfie in a mirror so I can see what's happening with the back. And then after I've looked at all that stuff, I do movement tests. So for a top, I'm throwing my arms forward and making sure I can give a hug. I'm reaching my arms up to make sure I can pick something from the top shelf. Or if I'm in New York, holding onto a subway railing or whatever that is that, you know, what are your biggest movement challenges that you have for that particular garment? So then I would test those. Then if I'm doing bottoms or dresses, because this is important for a tight fitting dress as well, as I go down through the hip area, making sure that I can sit down comfortably, that there's enough ease around my bottom that as the mass kind of pushes itself up as my body changes shape when it sits down, that I have enough to hold myself in without being incredibly tight. And then for bottoms, especially that the back isn't gapping or pulling down at the back rise. And then for other bottoms movement tests, I always try to kneel down and or crouch to make sure that the calf isn't too tight. When if I have to like kneel down to garden or something that I have those full, like I can get up and down as I need to. You can do some jumping. If you know that it's a performance piece garment that you're doing, you might want to do some dance moves or <laughs> you have to think about the end usage of your garment and make some of those movements and just make sure that you feel comfortable doing them. One of the luxuries about doing this for home sewing is you can wear the garment around for half a day and see if anything else pops out at you. And this is where you'll find a lot of balance issues, actually, because you can throw something on for five minutes and it could look great. But as you wear something around, you may notice yourself tugging it towards the front, things shifting backwards, and you wouldn't have seen that if you only had it on for five minutes, making sure that you're wearing it around and really noticing what's going on with it. And the very last thing that I like to do is style it. So if it's a button-down shirt, I'll roll the cuffs and just make sure that as they're rolled, it's still comfortable. They're not too tight. How I want to wear it, I want to see what it looks like. I'll throw on a statement necklace and make sure that the collar opens the right amount so that I'm really getting what I want from the garment. And then, of course, there's always things like button placements, which for a person with breasts, you should always make sure that your very first button placement is at your apex level so you don't get that gapping. And then your button right down below the collar and then space everything else evenly as evenly as you can. <laughs> I know what you mean, because the last thing you need is um, you're sitting at a meeting and there's gaping where you don't want the gaping to happen. Right. Yes, absolutely. I can't tell you how many times I've had to safety pin a button down right at my bust level because whoever the fit model was for whatever that was had a higher or lower apex point than I did. So yeah, that is like 
right up there in the list. Yes, totally agree. And then as far as keeping track of all these things, I try to write down the most important things, what I absolutely have to change, and what I can say is just good enough. Because we talk a lot about on socialists about overfitting things, and it can really make you want to not finish a project if it seems never-ending. So my rule of thumb is don't do more than five fit corrections at the same time. Pick your five most important ones, do those, muzzle in it again. See if you like it. If you need to make more changes after that, okay, fine. But don't do more than five at the same time. It gets so complicated, especially if it's something to do with your armhole or your sleeve and making one change means you have to change three pattern pieces. It can get so <laughs> intense. Those are my big picture rule of thumb things when it comes to fitting. And they're really good to keep in mind because you don't want to be overwhelmed by trying to fit something if this is something that you do every day. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and there's a lot of people who are doing so the precious this year, so they're having enough issues trying to cut into <laughs> that awesome piece of fabric, let alone having to make sure that they're pattern fit. Right, absolutely. The other thing I would say, if you're fitting a twill or muslin on your own body, use safety pins all the time. Never use a straight pin. Never, never, never. I say this, having stabbed myself on multiple occasions and having models who have stabbed themselves on multiple occasions. So always use a safety pin if you can. That's one of the things that working in ready-to-wear doesn't really prepare you for once you get into a fitting and you are the person who's responsible for pinning everything on somebody else and cutting something on somebody else <laughs> and adding fabric to something to somebody else and where are you allowed to touch on their body and how do you talk about that and your comfort level with the model that you're working with. I've known models who've had their hair cut on accident. Oh. Obviously, you know, you always try to put your hair up, but sometimes there's just like a piece that comes down and I've had models who have gotten cut by somebody who didn't know what they were doing. And that's always devastating. Safety is top of mind when you're fitting on your, especially on yourself. There's nobody else to say, oh no, I hope, get me a bandaid quick before I bleed all over this. So safety first listeners, use safety pins and make sure that you don't cut yourself because if you're the only one that's fitting you, please be nice to yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> One other thing, speaking of safety, I have been in fittings mostly with younger fit models who didn't know how to fit for long periods of time. Keep your knees bent. Keep a lollipop or something nearby just in case you feel faint and <laughs> need to sit down. If you're doing bridal or evening wear or something like that, something really important, mm. you might be in the garment for quite some time and, you know, you have to take care of yourself while you're doing it is the message there. Okay. So safety pins. Keep your knees bent. Keep some candy. <laughs> Maybe have a bottle of water. Bottle of water, some band-aids just in case. Do you have any questions about that stuff? I never thought about using safety pins. And for me, that's one of the takeouts with this when it comes to fitting on myself because I have pinned myself and mm -hmm. had scrape lines down my legs. Yes, it can get really rough. And the other thing is if you do have to use straight pins, I do not recommend it, but I understand if you're doing something like lingerie or you're using really special lace or something and you don't want to shove like a really rough safety pin through it, make sure if you're using a straight pin that the point is facing down and away from you. Okay. So that way if you're running your hands up your body, 
or down your body, you're not stabbing yourself, but then also, you know, that pin is less likely to go into your skin if you're pinning down and away from your curves. Very good advice. <laughs> Gabby, thank you for sharing your experience in fitting. And, you know, one of the real big takeouts is making sure that when you're fitting yourself, that you're looking after yourself as well, knowing what you're doing, but also making sure that you're not going to hurt yourself in the process. Absolutely. That's probably the biggest takeaway here. <laughs> Thanks again. Thanks, Maria. It's always so lovely to chat with you. Our listeners and I really appreciate all the time that you've given us on the podcast and shared your knowledge with us. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I really do. It's my pleasure. Thanks again. Have a lovely day, listeners. This episode of Soul Organised Style Podcast for Socialist Tuesday was produced by me, Maria Theoharis, with permission of Gabby Brown, sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to Soul Organised Style Podcast, spelt with an S, not a Z, on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and from all good podcast apps. Post any questions or podcast suggestions you have on our podcast Instagram account or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.